0: Hello and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach, LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and the proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach. Now in its ninth year and five-time winner of the Best of Gwinnett Award in Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Metabolism Practices. Rachel, Sherry, and I invite you to visit WholeFoodHealthCoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives. Work Well is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal, professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, and my faith designed to bring you compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. Work Well comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. So now from living rooms to boardrooms, Via Business Radio X, you're listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. All right, let's do this. We start with a funny story, and today my funny story is called V-Formation. On a crisp fall afternoon, my four-year-old son was helping rake the leaves in the front yard of our farmhouse. I glanced up just in time to see a flock of geese flying overhead and pointed out how they flew in a formation shaped like a V. He patiently watched them as they disappeared over the horizon and then turning to me, he asked, do they know any other letters? I love that story because we're talking about, you know, back to school month and all of that. So, um, you know, it just made sense to me to use that little child's innocence in our funny story today. So back to school month, we've spent a lot of time um, this year looking at personal growth and so many ways from health and everything that I do Is really based on my clean concepts programs. C is for core values and those things that you hold dear. And then the L is lifestyle, how you spend your time and how you spend your money, how you live out those things you think you care about or say you care about. And if you really do care about them, that's where you spend most of your time or money. And then E is exercise. You don't have to join a sweaty gym or you know take a class, but you do have to move. Movement is medicine for your brain and your body. And then the A is for attitude. We're going to spend a lot of time in the A category today as far as this particular topic goes. And then we talk about and the nutritional component, and I do love to talk about how you fuel your brain and body as well. So I have chosen this theme of personal development for our five Thursdays in this month, and the title for today's message is Change Your Mind, Change Your Life. So grab a pen and paper, because today is a life lesson for you, and you're gonna wanna take notes on the 10 things that can change your life if you will change your mind. So, have you ever been approached by someone who thought they recognized you? We're often mistaken for others because we look like, you know, something like them. And this happens to many of us, and some of us more than others. Well, I fall into the some of us more than others category because for years this happened to me, more so in the previous years than recently. But, um, Almost once a month, I would say, while I was traveling and speaking around the country, the odd thing was that those who came up to me always thought I looked like the same person. They all mistaked me for this person. So people... Um, You know, think I look a lot like Joanna Kearns, the famous TV mother of um, growing pains. So I'm certainly flattered by that, that to resemble that attractive, intelligent, friendly mother of Kirk Cameron. Uh, Thank God I didn't, um, people come up and say you look like the witch from The Wizard of Oz. That would have been maybe in the morning um, when I wake up before coffee. But it was nice to be uh, compared to Joanna Kearns. And this used to happen so often that I actually developed a standard line for this encounter because I, you know, it just happened so regularly. They would approach me with, aren't you? And before they could think of the name, I'd say, Joanna Kearns? They'd say, yeah. I say, no. And or they would say, aren't you the mother on and I'd finish the question for them saying growing pains to which they would respond with an enthusiastic yes. No, I would say. And it was just kind of fun uh, to think about that hit series and the growing pains. And there's really nothing fun about the not so hit version of the process of growing and growing pains and growing involves changing. And that's probably why, because change is hard and therefore growing pains. So pain is a good way to describe the journey sometimes if we're going to make some changes in our life and It really is all in the way you approach it or all in the way you say it or see it. So pain is inevitable, but misery is optional. I love that little quote. But our approach to anything in life can ultimately determine the outcome of it. So our attitude about growing is usually positive, then we are gonna enjoy the process and we're not gonna fear it as much. Uh, It's gonna look a little bit different. But how we grow without the pain, we really don't, I guess, to a degree. Growing involves listening and obeying and some action on our part. So action involves change, if we're going to do it well. And plain and simple, we just don't like change. So change means we have to learn something new, and it leaves us, um, you know, sometimes leaving that old, familiar territory behind for something unfamiliar, until it becomes familiar. So new job, new house, new school, new neighborhood, new church, new state, Uh, change is intimidating, because we feel confident with what's familiar to us. And we lose that confidence when we're faced with uh, a new set of circumstances. But the truth of the matter is growing means changing. We cannot grow unless we're willing to change. So we cannot grow if we're not willing to change is another way to say it. So our kids face those, you know, as they move from elementary school to middle school, like we're talking about, you know, back to school season right now for most of us in the Atlanta area anyway, and, and very soon probably for the rest of the country. And, um, but they go through it again from elementary, well, from um childhood basically to preschool and then preschool to elementary school and then to middle school and high school. They face it the whole way through probably even when they move off to college even though they're an adult um, and mind and body for the most part. And or if they get a job, that's something new as well and new schedules and all of those things. Change is inevitable. So we encourage them with words like, we did it, you can too. Or you go to a new school, you can make new friends, right? Or you'll see this is going to be great. You know, we can tell them all those things. But the process of growing involves change. And whether we like it or not, and whether we're ready for it or not, And whether we think we can handle it or not, either way, it's coming. There's always a change. There's always something down the road, especially if it's going to be a change that's going to change your mind, change your life, like we're talking about today. And we can change without growing, but we cannot grow without changing. So we can change our environment, um, but resist growth still, like having a fixed mindset and, you know, Just not willing, I guess, to have that growth mindset. For example, we can pack our boxes, um, send those change of address cards. We can get in the truck and say goodbye to our old homestead um, and never really leave it behind. Um, it's really what's in our mindset that makes that change happen and makes it happen for the better. So, in other words, our body can leave Georgia um, or leave for Georgia, but our heart can still be in Indiana. That's kind of my story from back in 1987 when I left Indiana uh, for Georgia. Refusing to bring your heart with you, or your you know where your mind and body are um, in Georgia, can lead to depression or frustration or ultimately hinder growth and. I didn't want that to happen. I think I um, was not the health coach I am right now. So dealing with those things was kind of tough. 1987, the Lord called my husband and I here to Atlanta, Georgia, to start a church. There was nobody but our own family. I didn't know anyone here. No one was calling us here. We didn't um, have friends or even a church. I remember my mom saying, um, well, who? how many are in this church that um, you're going to? And uh, we were already on staff at a fairly large church. And I said, well, at this point, four, um, Jack, me, and our two sons. But I was, you know, kind of when I felt or he felt that call and it was confirmed, um, I kind of thought maybe God had made a mistake, you know, like he'd gotten the wrong number or something. Um, But being the youngest of seven children with parents in their 70s at the time, and all of us happily residing in Indiana, um, making a move to Georgia was frightening. And that was a painful experience for me. And it's just, but that's just what we did. We packed up everything and moved on. And um, my heart hurt for family ties. There's another um, show that comes to mind at the moment Um, for my family ties. And I longed for that familiar hometown, Leo, Indiana, that little space and uh, where I'd been for 29 years, almost 30 years by the time. But I can honestly say that our move to Georgia is the best thing that has ever happened to me, and really in every way. But I didn't see it then. I couldn't see it then. I was moving mostly by faith. Um, after stepping out in faith, I really can say that I had peace like a river that just kind of flooded my soul. There was a lot of excitement and angst, of course. But there was definitely down, um, down days and difficult times but I, really all I started thinking about was what now? What next? You know, getting to move is kind of exciting. You can start all kinds of different things and you can reset up your furniture and all the pieces that really matter, I think, to most people um, on the physical side. But the internal side, that's where the struggle is. So choosing to change for the better is what we're talking about today. Choosing your path because that path can change your, de- your destiny. And um, moving away from what's safe or comfortable or convenient requires courage. So when the phone rings... Um, at Whole Food Health Coach and someone on the other end of the line is usually calling because they want us to help them to make changes, to lower their elevated A1C because they're staring at diabetes and the doctor says it's time to talk treatment options. Or they call because they're going through a divorce or separation and they're depressed and down and they just want to work on some self-care with us. Or they may be just sick and tired of being sick and tired so they call us because they want to address their intestinal issues or heart health or mental health, you know, lots of different ways that we can support. But, you know, sometimes with whole food nutrition, sometimes just listening to them, and sometimes by referral. I'm grateful to have some great referral partners when things get out of my scope of practice that I could refer uh, to Thrive Forward Therapy, and others who I believe are doing things that are making a difference and helping people change their minds so they can change their lives. Well, sadly, when people reach out to us at Whole Food Health Coach, it's usually after a tragedy or after a diagnosis or after some ultimatum in their life. And why does it happen that way? Why, why, why? Well, why do we wait until we're faced with the threat of consequences? And sometimes it's, you know, you can get away with speeding only so long before <laughs> finally you're going to end up with some consequences and hopefully only a speeding ticket and not a death or, um, or someone else's death. And there's a lot of consequences in life these days and change is hard. So really facing the kind of things that you want to change before there's a diagnosis or a tragedy or that ultimatum, is what we do. We're all about prevention. And I'm just encouraging you that changing your mind can really build that prevention into your life. Nothing is 100%. I'm not guaranteeing anything. But I'm certainly guaranteeing improvement in those areas. Because change is hard. And you've heard me teach in other times um, that I've shared on this podcast about darn cat, remember? I'll wait while you pick up those notes. But um, it stands for the D is desire. The A is ability. The R is reason. And the N is need. Well, sometimes we have a desire to change, but we and we may even have a reason to change. And then hopefully we don't end up with that diagnosis where we have a need to change. But a lot of you have a hard time with having the ability to change. And if you don't think about it in terms of the darn cat, like the cat part stands for change after threat. No, I'm teasing. It doesn't stand for that at all. It stands for commitment, attitude, and taking steps. So you have to take some steps, and those steps are pretty important. But you know what makes change impossible? Not taking the first step step. So usually what keeps us from making that first step is our state of mind, our focus, our fears, because we're just, we're focused on those fears and the what ifs or the I can'ts. And the first step is always the hardest. And then after that, it's just putting one foot in front of the other. Ask a toddler how they do it. Uh, Watch them move from that crawling position to pulling themselves up to, here's a big one, letting go and taking that first step. So we celebrate that, don't we? It's so exciting. It's monumental. It's the first of many. So it's that milestone. We take pictures of it. We videotape that epic event, and then we start sharing it with everybody. We've got our phone out, and we're like, "Here, look at you know Lucas with Rachel. Um, that was super exciting when um, when Coach Rachel showed us all of those great firsts and those monumentum um, the the. Mom- momentum (laughs) and the monumental um, direction that he was going. It's so exciting. You know, we're all like, look, look, it's his first step. Isn't it amazing? Look at him go. Well, look at him let go of the table and start seeing the goal, looking where he wanted to go. It was so exciting to see that little face and the achievement of all those things and the excitement of them. Um, You know, it was like they want to be there instead of here. So, you know, thinking of their kids or little kids, she wants to go where she's never been before. She's going to walk on her own. She wants to um, get to mom and dad's outstretched arms. That's the way we are as coaches. We're like stretching our arms out going, come on, you can do this. Just like that child is so excited to see the face on the other end of where they want to be, where they want to go. And that's what makes the process work. That's what makes change work. And that's what makes the growing pains, they fall off. A few times, sure, many times, probably, but they keep getting back up. It's so exciting, you know. He's looking where he wants to go, where he wants to be. He's here, but he wants to be there, and there looks better than here. So, how do we get there? And that's a that's one of those questions, right? It's what makes exciting move forward uh, matter. So, when well, first I need to get to you know let go of here before. I can get there. So letting go of what's keeping me here is one of those things that you have to ask yourself and or that I ask my clients. Let go. So what's keeping you tethered? And um, maybe it's the status quo, safety, um, the fear of what is out there. Or what if I can't make it? What if I fall? What if I fail and someone sees me? You know, kids don't think about that. They don't think that way. Um, you've seen them, right? I was trying to paint a picture for you there while their eyes are on the prize, the eyes on the destination, where they want to go, where they want to get to. And they look so excited about it. And um, that excitement's on their face. It's, it's really enough to get it done almost. There's the energy behind that just exciting me right now as I think about it, seeing those little faces. But the only thing standing between me or you and our destiny is that first step, the destination. Um, You might not even see where you actually want to go, but it's what's now and what's next, that next step that really matters, that change in position. And it takes courage to change. And that's, you know, when we get the call, is I need some support. I need some information. I need some coaching. I need the accountability. I need um, to make the changes. And I know that my family members aren't the ones that are going to help me or stay accountable or keep me accountable. It's not always a good thing to have your mate keep you accountable in those areas. It's great to have somebody outside the household that you can share your thoughts with or your fears or just be real in that moment or just have someone to listen to you, and that's when the search um, people find Whole Food Health Coach is um, when we then we can become the ones holding our arms out, saying, "Come on, you can do it! Take that step." And a side note here is that you can't push a child to make that first step because if you push them, they're going to fall down, and then they're going to look at you and be mad. And science proves that we make change when we are ready to make a change that is my training is in um, wellness and uh, all things wellness, really the trans-theoretical model of change. And, you know, that's a great first step understanding where you are in pre contemplation where you're not even thinking about making an adjustment or contemplation when you're maybe thinking about it maybe in about six months or within the next six months. And then action steps and all of the things that I know will help my clients move forward. I got to know where they're at now. I like that map. It's like you are here. And uh, so like I said, you got to let go of here in order to get there. So I actually teach a live zoom class that I love. It's called I shape me one step at a time. So um, not so shameless plug here. I've got one coming up on September 5th. And if you go to WholeFoodHealthCoach.com, you can find it, but also you can contact us anytime at WholeFoodHealthCoach.com, and we can set up a class for your corporation. I've done it all around the country at different corporations virtually and or your group. So there's a lot of pieces to that. Let's start with bad self-talk, because I think this is something that we're all pretty prone to. We'll see, you know, how long it lasts this time, or you know you can't do this. You've tried before and it didn't work or don't waste your time, you don't need to work out or what good does it do for you to start this new thing, XYZ? you'll never change. You're not that bad. There's one (laughs) that I do. Well, not really that bad. Um, Exercises for jocks or for athletes or models, and Lord knows I'm not one of those. Um, Those days are behind you is another thing I do work with some athletes that, you know, have gone far beyond their college days into times where it's not been um, like they were back in their college career um, in athletics and stuff or they feel like they've gone too far never gonna get back there so why try that kind of thing or another one we hear a lot is I'm too busy I just don't have time for that um, you know your work is important and you definitely have to do that there's no time for this and you just tell yourself that your boss is waiting or um, they you've got a list of things that you have to get done your team is waiting for you to get this done because they can't do what they're doing unless you you get your stuff done, or the kids need you to get this done, your mate needs you to get that done, the paperwork needs to be filed, you know what I'm talking about. The church, the neighbors, the elderly parents, the kids, there's lots of those things going on around us, and we just think, oh, there'll be time later, I'll just do it later. Maybe I'll start tomorrow, or Monday, or the famous January, or at the first of the month, whatever that next month is. Sound familiar? Well, maybe you've heard those words in your head if you haven't said them out loud, but I'm sure you have. And, you know, maybe you're even convinced that those statements are true and you're okay with that. And if you are okay with that, then you might want to just stop listening right now Um, because I'm going to keep going on. And I want to tell you how you can make that change so you can change your mind and change your life. So those words, like others, like them, certainly can derail you, and I understand that. I certainly have uh, experienced a lot of that myself as well, and, you know, all of us have, so you are not alone in any of this. But do we really need to listen to those negative voices of shame and doubt and fear that appear in our heads? What if, the what if, is that we decide not to, or we decide we're going to do something new. What if it doesn't work? Well, what if it does work and you're not going to know if you don't have the courage to try? And what if you are the courageous one who's listening to me right now that's heard all those negatives in your head and you're just tired of allowing those negative thoughts to call the shots? I hope you are. I hope you continued listening and, or I'm talking to myself right now, but I'm motivating myself at the moment, even if only that. Um, But I think if you are tired of listening to those negative thoughts, then you may be ready. Maybe you're more ready than you think. Um, I can hear our conversation right now. I want to go from here where I am to there where I want to be. I want to take my first step and I want to kick. I always tell my clients, let's kick the I can'ts to the curb and make room for the I can and the I did. Those are the keys to success. And we're going to talk about success, what it looks like, because failure is success if we learn from it. Malcolm Forbes said that, and I'm sure you're aware of his success. And then um, I like this one, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's learning how to dance in the rain. And today's kind of a rainy day, so thank you, Vivian Green. Um, But I love the fact that I've failed a number of times, but you might also say I found a number of times that didn't work. And I just have to keep moving forward. And I'm trying new things this year, and I'm excited about those new things. They're scary things. They're risky things. But I really believe they're things that are gonna get me where I wanna go. And if not, I'm gonna learn a whole lot along the way. So let's talk about the 10 things that I said. So hopefully you had time to get your pen and paper. And the number one thing is learn from your negative self-talk. Talk back to that negative voice in your head. What have you done for me lately, say? You know, Or what has it done for you ever, really? Where has it gotten you? Does it make you feel strong? Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel successful? Does, it, does that negative talk or that negative self-talk make you feel courageous? No, it doesn't. So stop it. Number two is change the channel. Find a new station. You can, and you know you can. You just have to make a choice. We can listen to those negative voices and or those voices around us, in us and around us a lot of times, and we can get lost in our complaints, but complaints never change anything. So change the channel. Turn it off. The same switch that turned it on, guess what? Turns it off. You can turn, you know, you can actually teach an old dog new tricks. I do believe that. I'm still learning new tricks at my age. So I say, you know, where your mind goes, your body will follow. And you have to change your mind if you want to change your body, if you want to change your direction, your path, your outcome, that destiny that we're talking about. Number three is let go of the past. You have to let go to move on. So your past doesn't need to dictate your future. Your future can look different from your past. But it starts with your thoughts. And it takes a bit of work, not going to lie. But if you are still listening, you're doing the work. And I think you care if you're still listening. You care about your health. You care about your life. You care about those who do care about your life as well. So you're invested and um, you believe what you're saying. You believe what I'm saying, I mean. And you're going to change your, what you're saying because of what I'm saying. Well, that's a tongue twister. All right. So your health matters to me. Believe me, it really does. That's why we say coach in your corner. I want to make your goals, my goals, but you can do this if you decide you can. And if you're ready to let go of the past, because you matter, you truly matter and you should matter to you. Okay. Number four is let go of the excuses. We all have them, and I always say they're like armpits. We all have them, and they all stink. So you can tell yourself the myriad of excuses that can keep you in bed an extra 30 minutes instead of getting up, you know, to go for a walk or to have a decent breakfast or to have some, you know, meditation or devotional time. Um, And I think you're not even going to miss that time once you start making it a habit. I have lots of ways to help my clients make new habits and replace those old bad habits with some new good habits. And I'm sure that I can help with that. And I'm sure you can do it. So it's the physical and mental health that we're talking about, that body-mind connection. Um, But if you tell yourself you can't, then you can't. That's for sure. And it's proven by science. I can do anything, you know, for 30 minutes. Tell yourself simple things like that. I can do this walk for 30 minutes. And 30 minutes is a minimum. So 150 minutes is a minimum per week. And um, heart health is really important, but that's good for your mental health as well. And I'm grateful for my body. So I say things like that. Um, I plan to keep it strong and and live long and well. You've heard it enough, right? So as long as it's in my power, I'm going to tell myself those things. Or I know what I need to do and I can do it. Tell yourself those things, Or whatever I know, you know, I can do at least what I know. And then I can continue to learn and I continue to grow and I can call Whole Food Health Coach. Um, Five is give yourself a good old-fashioned talking to. You know, uh, get up in your own face. Tell yourself what you want and tell yourself that you are going to get it. So if you tell yourself you can't, you can't, like I said, so stop it can't, never could. That was our saying around our house, can't, never could. Um, The single thing that must change, if you're going to change, is the thoughts in your head. So they must be stopped, arrested, dressed down, jailed, whatever you need to do um, for them. And when they appear, just do that. Just say, you know what? Okay, I see those things coming up again. And I'm going to replace them with some of the stuff that Stephanie was talking about on her podcast. So tell yourself to get busy, build that future that you desire for yourself, set that wellness vision. And that's one of the podcasts. So go back and listen to that one. Tell yourself to grow up and wise up, rise up, whatever. Um, Get out of bed, go get out of your own way. That because excuses are just um, obstacles that we put in our own Path. Six, show up for yourself. Learn how much you matter and learn to matter to yourself. You matter, you're valuable, you're worth the time, you're worth the money to take care of you. Your needs are important, your health is a priority and should be. Um, your plate might be full, I get it, but you deserve a spot on the plate. So take that 30-minute brunch lunch break so that you can um, have some time to think about what you're eating and how you're eating and how you're fueling and, and just step away a little bit. It's not gonna make that much of a dent in that deadline, 30 minutes or hour, whatever you're given, take it. And it just might give you that fresh perspective that you need when you return to your to-do list uh, or uh, you come back and probably have a new idea for something. Physical energy um, can knock out that proposal you know, that you were working on. You may have a brand new idea about it and get unstuck. And then seven is break the habits that are holding you hostage. We all have some bad habits. And getting started is always the most difficult for any of us. Habits are hard to break, but they are broken every day. So it can be more easy than what you think. So it's pretty easy to fall back sometimes on the old patterns, but it's so easy to get right back up again and keep going. After all, they were old. And so they were well established. And if you're driving forward, you're not going to fall back as many times or as often. So keeping your eyes forward and and moving in the direction of those new habits. And uh, those old habits may put up a fight, like I said, but until they're replaced with some positive new habits, that will, they'll become new habits that are well established. And your past is in the past. Today is a new day. Eight, find your courage. Find your hard. Choose your hard. You know, I say that a lot. Find that courage that helps you to choose the, your heart, Because it's Hard. I already said it was hard. Choosing, you know, um, to work out daily is hard, but enduring painful surgeries or hospital stays or living on medications or suffering from a preventable disease is hard too. So when your mind tells you that you can't make it through the day without XYZ, um, That may be hard, but find the courage to remind yourself that living with weight issues or illness issues is hard. So you've got to choose the hard that leads to life, health, and happiness. Number nine, still with me? Change your self-talk. This is where positive self-talk can be motivational, can move you in a right direction. It sounds like this, I've been through harder things and I came out on the other side. This may be tough, but I'm tougher. Or whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I'm learning to dance in the rain. I'm enough. I'm ready. I'm able. I'm worth it. I'm beautiful. I feel great when I finish. Uh, I am finding a new future. I'm finding my courage. I'm building my future. Whatever you need to say, let's get it done. Um, Or tell yourself, well done. You know, At the end of the day, if you've done well and you feel good about your choices, then celebrate those choices and keep up the good work. Remind yourself how good it feels when it when you complete those challenges or when you reach that destination even if that first step just was awesome and you let go and then you fell that's a good step that's moving forward just tell yourself I can and then the other side of that positive self talk and number nine is um, I'm still on number nine is positive um, self talk is filled with compassion in self talk positive self talk is compassionate. It offers grace. And it sounds like, well, I fell short today, but I gave it a shot. I didn't get as far as I had planned, but I got farther than if I hadn't tried or hadn't planned at all. I'm satisfied with my effort today. And um, and again, that's that grace that's important. I didn't get it done today, but there's still time. And I'm not giving up. That's another one. Just say, I'm just not giving up. I may do less than I planned, but I did something. And that's what matters, doing something. I'll keep my commitment to myself. I didn't drink as much water today as I would planned, but I drank more than if I wouldn't have planned. Again, you know, I need some support. I'll reach out to my health coach. Anything that's going to move you in the direction that you need to be going and want to be going is the key. The final one is 10. Invest in yourself. You are a good investment. Plus, the benefits far outweigh the costs of investing in yourself. There's too much good that can come from this kind of change, positive change. You know it. You just have to convince your mind. So, change your mind and change your life. If you need a partner in the process to educate and inspire you, help you to understand your body systems and how to fuel them well, um, then invest in us. It is a good investment. But do whatever it takes to live well, eat well, f- be fit, strong, healthy, balanced human being. Start small, but start, and start slow, but start. Creating healthy habits is done daily. It's a daily choice. And it might be a hard one at times, but worth it for sure. Remind yourself why. You want to do what you're telling yourself you want to do. The why is pretty important. That's your core value. And how you'll feel when you get there. Tell yourself that. I'm going to feel strong. I'm going to feel fit. I'm going to feel healthy. I'm going to be more balanced in life. I'm going to um, enjoy and have energy. And just remind yourself what that all looks like. And just that you have what it takes. Change your life one thought at a time. Change is a valuable part of growing and growing is what healthy people do. Change and growth are the essential um, steps for health and wellness. So change is hard physically, but don't, you know, like for me, I don't like getting old, but it beats the alternative because I'm You know, if I'm not growing, I'm dying. And I want to keep my brain cells as strong as possible. And I still have a good bit of growing to do. So bring on the change and bring on the growing. So if you find yourself facing a change of some kind, face it with courage, face it with honesty, and face it with a growth um, mindset and growth in mind. A little change does the body good. Oh, and if you happen to see Joanna Kearns. Tell her she looks like Stephanie Wolf. All right, you've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. For more information about our corporate wellness programs, virtual classes, or our individual coaching programs, go to WholeFoodHealthCoach.com. Our coaching is available virtually anywhere in the country. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life.